442 on WMAY. I'm Patrick Fingston in for Jim Leach this afternoon. We are pleased to welcome State Senator Steve McClure, a Republican from Springfield, to the show. Uh, Senator, uh, thanks for the time. Hope things are going well, uh, especially uh, after uh, you got through campaign season uh, in a, a pretty pretty good sense in the uh, the primary. So congratulations on your win there. Hey, thanks, Patrick. Good to talk to you. So I, I want to start with uh, DCF. I, w- I was joking with with Steve before that we should play just Warren Zevon's "Lawyers, Guns, and Money" because this is just like the state of Illinois politics today. But I want to start with um, the news that DCFS Director Mark Smith has been found in contempt for the twelfth time over improper placement of of a child. Uh, basically, the fact that uh, DCFS says it doesn't really have anywhere to put. Uh, some of these these kids that are in in between homes or foster homes or or don't qualify in certain uh, certain categories. Uh, obviously, Republicans have been up in arms about this and and you know want Smith to resign and that sort of thing. But that doesn't fix the problem. How do you fix the problem at DCFS? Well, there's all kinds of problems at DCFS. It's hard to know where to start. I, I guess I would start with um, you know they don't have enough staff. And they're having a real issue trying to find staff to hire. And so because you've got very little staff and they're overworked, um, that just creates problems. Anytime you've got someone who's, who's supposed to be trying to find placements for kids and they've got way too many cases that they're supposed to be finding placements on, you're not going to find placements because they just don't have the time to do it. So that's the first issue is we need more staff and they need to have less caseloads. Um, the second issue with them is they're not getting enough hands-on training. Uh, we've got a fantastic uh, UIS has a fantastic DCFS simulation training um, center, and I, I have gone to volunteer there uh, to act as a prosecutor during simulations of courtroom scenarios, but there's also a house that, that they go to that's, that simulates real life uh, to see, you know, what signs there are for abuse or neglect, that sort of a thing. And I compl- I've been complaining, I, compl- I complained to the director that these, these DCFS investigators don't have enough time at these simulation labs to really benefit them to the extent necessary to protect kids. And unfortunately, instead of expanding their training time, now the UIS uh, simulation trains are not going to happen anymore. So, um, you know, it's, it's, for these DCFS investigators and caseworkers, basically it's the same as, as, as it is with many professions in that you really need to kind of do it, and that's how you learn. And the only place to really practice doing it is in these simulations. And uh, instead of expanding the simulations, and uh, particularly in Springfield, they're sort of cutting them off. Um, and that's a problem. So we need more training for these workers, which is, I mean, you know, all these cases that have come about in the news recently where, you know, c- certain signs have been missed. I mean, there was an increase in kids that passed away that were being looked after by DCFS in the last year. Uh, you, could, you could utilize these, these simulation trains to maybe hide some of these signs that were missing from the reports that were filed by the original investigators in the real-life cases and put them in the simulation and then you know, we could learn from uh, on a continuous basis. Um, but instead, you know, we're, we're finding that there's not enough staff, they're not doing enough simulation training, 
And quite frankly, the director's also just seems to be not doing his job. He's incompetent. Senator Steve McClure joins us on WMAY. So you say you need more staff, you need more training. You know, there there was talk about, uh, you know, more people in response to uh, the, the Deidre Silas murder at the beginning of the year. All these things cost money. Uh, where where do you come up with the money for that, especially when uh, Republicans are, are saying that that government is spending too much money anyway? Well, government spends too much money, and that's 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 been one of the governor's big issues because he has bloated budgets after getting a massive amount from the federal government. The, the governor bloated the budget yet again, but he hasn't spent on essential services and things. I, I would consider DCFS to be essential services. And if you prioritize things that are important, that are going to save lives, the money is there. And it's obviously there. I mean, you could go through, Patrick, that budget. It's just a bloated mess. And the money is there if it's prioritized. But obviously, the governor doesn't want to prioritize it. And I have to say that when I questioned the director of DCFS and others at their appropriations um, hearing just a few weeks ago, the blame was uh, from my, my Democrat friends was put on Governor Rauner. And they said, well, well, Rauner really defunded DCFS and blah, blah. Well, Governor Rauner hasn't been governor for almost a full term now. And, you know, the governor, the current governor, Governor Pritzker, has had several budgets where he could have put more money into DCFS, but he has chosen not to. And, and you well, know, the money you guys just the put money 500 million in each of the last two budgets, additional 500 million in each of the last two budgets. And the amazing thing, Patrick, is we go through these hearings and they tell us that we don't have enough money. That's not enough. Or they tell us in, in the year that the money is requested that it's enough. That's plenty. And then we'll go a year in and they'll say, oh, we, you know, the reason why we, we couldn't find places for these kids is because we didn't have money because we're good UCFS. I mean, it's like no matter what they get or what they do, um, they're never doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I think that's why you're seeing so many people like myself say that we need a new director. But, um, you know, if money is the issue, which is what they say, they don't say that's the issue um, when we're in these hearings because they say they're asking for exactly as much as they need. And then when there's a huge issue where some kid, some child dies or uh, the director's held in contempt of court, they say, well, this is all Governor Rauner's fault. I mean, it's just all – I think it starts from the top down. You need to get a, a replacement. I mean, I think that's, at this point, uh, pretty obvious. Senator Steve McClure joins us on WMAY. Uh, Senator, in, in response to the – uh, mass shooting in Highland Park uh, on the 4th of July last week. There there seems to be an additional move from Democrats toward an assault weapon ban of some sort, whether it's a 5.56 style, you know, AR-15 armor-like style rifle that that this perpetrator used or, or other, you know, I, I, I find it ironic that, that the shooter used a uh, a branded weapon called M&P, which means military and police. Uh, and and the argument from Republicans seems to be that it's it's still perfectly acceptable for civilians to have those those weapons. What what should be done? What can a reasonable Republican, and I, I find you to be a reasonable Republican on many issues, what can a reasonable Republican say to the public that that you are all willing to do to keep guns out of the hands of people that shouldn't have them, whether that means restricting 
sales to to younger people to stop sales of assault rifles like ARs? What what what's the solution in your mind? Well, I think we first need to back up to last year when um, the governor signed the most anti-police pro-criminal bill in the history of our state. And that bill, by the way, when it takes full effect January 1, is going to make it more difficult to hold people in custody who are randomly shooting either in neighborhoods or in malls or wherever else. So the, the very people that are out there with bills that are making that's, our that's crime handgun violence work. though senator that's handgun violence and that's a totally different conversation than the one we're having no 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 that's any gun used at all if you look at the stipulations a person has to go through in order to meet a detention requirement in pretrial detention if you're shooting up neighborhoods or any place else you have to be a specific threat to an identifiable person so if you're shooting random people that you don't know you're, you cannot identify a specific person that they are a threat to. That is in the governor's bill that he signed. So, so you're saying that under the end of cash bail, this this gunman in Highland Park wouldn't necessarily be held, you know, would potentially have been released? There are arguments that can be used within the, within the legislation to ask for and allow for his release. Under the current conditions right now, as they stand, it's nearly impossible for him to be released. So they have made it easier for people to shoot in random places and drive-by shootings every place else for these people to be released. And that's one of the big issues that I've been called recently by sheriffs and by state's attorneys, because in some counties, they are already trying to implement the changes in the legislation to prepare for January 1. And you've got situations where you need a specific identifiable threat, um, and if, if that person does not exist, under the letter of the law, you cannot detain them. And so, situ- I mean, so it's, it's really bad, Patrick. And I think people don't know the full extent to the, how bad this law is. And it's like, what was that bill several years ago? Nancy Pelosi said, you got to pass it and see, just to see what's in it. Well, when January 1 rolls around, you're going to see really bad things happening involving crime. So it's bizarre that the governor and everyone else now wants to stand up and say how tough they want to be on crime and everything else. Um, it's pretty insane because we've had really mass shootings for weeks and weeks and weeks in Chicago. Every weekend, just about. Every weekend. And yet the same people that tell us that they need to do this and that, whatever, these are the same people that endorsed Kim Fox in Cook County and endorsed policies and signed policies into law that are making all of us less safe, which all this is going to really hit the fan January 1. Senator Steve McClure here on 92.7 WMAY. Uh, Senator, appreciate the time as always, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Good to talk to you, Patrick. Thank you very much.